Hello and welcome to more like the Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Alexa White, and with me this week is James. How are you doing? Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. How have things been going? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, you know, just pretty knee-deep in that classic dad life, but I'm uh, excited about uh, Professor X and all the wonderful X-Men that are coming soon enough, so... Depending on when you're listening to this, they might already be out, which I'm excited about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, For those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Sure. So I'm James. Uh, I have a a YouTube channel called Midwest Protocol. It's it's very, very new. Um, I'm I'm fairly new to the uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol community, but I've enjoyed kind of putting together battle reports and starting to put together some videos to help people kind of learn some nuances of the rules. Uh, mm-hmm. In Discord, I go as uh, Race Kerrigan. Uh, so if you ever need anything, that's where you can find me. But yeah, Midwest Protocol is on YouTube. Fantastic. So now I must ask you, what character not in Marvel Crisis Protocol do you want to see in Marvel Crisis Protocol? So I think the one... So I've been thinking about this, because I know this is a classic question you ask people. Um, so, But it is something... There are some like normal answers I think people have, but I think the, there are two that kind of stick out to me. The one that I think has been popular, or at least has been said a few times, is Silver Surfer. Uh, mm-hmm. At least you know that's a classic. That's a I think that'd be a great model. Could offer a lot of really fun, unique flavor to it. But one I don't think has been said is Multiple Man, uh, uh, and I think that so, yeah, has it been said? <laughs> uh, many many eons ago, I'm pretty sure he got said. <laughs> okay okay i just think multiple man would be so i had this like fundamental belief that i i wish every affiliation had a two threat and a character with grunts uh and i think uh i just to not to make every affiliation feel the exact same but i do i think that having a two threat opens up a lot of avenues for most affiliations and having a grunt character as well opens up even more options for them so for like x-men or x-force or you know, one of these other affiliations, I think that like a multiple man would be great. Like he has a single model by himself and then maybe his grunts are duplicates of himself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that would work out really, really well. Or he could even be just a simple two threat just by himself. But mm-hmm. I think he would fit the mold of a of a, of a grunt style character. Yeah, I could definitely see that, though I do fundamentally disagree with you. <laughs> sure, sure. You mean on the two threatened grunt character? Yes. You? Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Well, why is that, Lexa? Um, because I think, uh, I think affiliations can. Um, how do I phrase this best? I think the lack of one of those options creates interesting list building challenges, and I don't think we should get. I don't want every affiliation in this game to ha- feel like they have zero resistance in list building. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, I, I mean that's a valid argument for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want some of the affiliations to feel like they have resistance and to be interesting challenges, not just here's your platter, take the best stuff afterwards. Yeah, that's that's fair. And I'm probably more so thinking of it from the from the mindset of just certain affiliations are just so underrepresented right now. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Winter Guard, Sentinels, you know, even Wakanda. For, the, for that matter, like there just aren't that many models for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it makes it very challenging. Like I obviously the, the reason I play Marvel is is just the ability to splash characters. Oh, is yeah. So unique and cool. Like I love that aspect about it. 
but there's something to be said about having like a two threat to help you fit to meet your criteria to make your affiliation that's very helpful and some affiliations really struggle with not having that yeah um so yeah Mm -hmm. but i find that struggle interesting and i don't want all that struggle to disappear (laughs) from the game (laughs) fair enough well and the way amg has been kind of releasing models there's a lot of predictions that they may never make another two threat so (laughs) we'll see i am highly doubtful of that I, I agree. I also don't think that they're like stepped away from it completely. So, yeah. I mean, who knows? Uh, like, obviously, the rumors would be like Shocker being a two threat. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, I also have to bring up because I forgot to mention this last episode. Uh, the last two episodes, uh, this episode and last episode were recorded days after each other. So, they're, they're a lot closer than usual recording episodes are. Um, but I do want to mention, I did get out and see Madam Web, and now I want to see, like, that entire crew in the game. <laughs> okay, so you, I haven't seen it yet. What? So, quick hot take on it. How'd you feel about it? Um, I would, uh, a, another reviewer I follow, uh, the wonderful William Bibiani, put it in a way that really sunk to me. If you like the vibe of the two th- early 2000s Birds of Prey TV show, this is probably something you will enjoy. It's m- a lot more old school. It's a little less, like, tight-knit. But I think a lot of the, like, character interactions work very well for me. Um, and it just, it's a very dumb movie, but I like the characters. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely a unique one. Uh, I'm, I, I mean, I'm always interested in seeing another entry into like more Spider-Man lore. So mm-hmm. I definitely want to. I, I will see it at some point. Uh, I'm not sure I will spend the time to go see it at the theaters, just based off of everything I've been hearing about it. Uh, but I will end up seeing it at some point. <laughs> yes, I'm probably going to be much higher on it than most people, but I have been a lot <laughs> higher on the Sony product in general than most people. I mean, oh, okay, yeah. So you're just a classic Morbius fan, then. <laughs> uh, Morbius? Not so much. But Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage, I think, is one of the best super, uh, Marvel films. Wow, now that's a hot take. Like, mo- best of all of them. Yeah, uh, so, my F tier. <laughs> that's, yeah, you, I, you might be, yep, okay. Well, that's a take. My hey, F tier. <laughs> Uh, which I have been called this. Uh, this has been called near riot inducing by at least one person. Thank you, Rylan. <laughs> um, is uh, OG Black Panther, mm-hmm. Spider Man Two, OG Blade. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! It's a throwback. Uh, Venom Two. Let there be carnage. Sure. Eternals. And the Cloak and Dagger TV show. Oh wow, very cool. So you're putting a TV show up in there, uh, up in this mix. Well, uh, this was on the like every uh, Marvel TV movie thing property, everything, yeah, yeah. all of it, all, all of the film filmed stuff. Um, but yeah, so it's like I am not a I am not a, uh, uh, shying away from having hot takes about Marvel films. <laughs> sure. Um. But my thing is, uh, Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage is probably the gayest Marvel movie. 
<laughs> Probably. That's a fair point. <laughs> uh, the plot of the film is two different poly uh, couples having an argument. That's hilarious. That's actually very funny. I've never thought of it that way. That's hilarious. <laughs> but am I wrong? <laughs> no, you're not wrong at all. <laughs> uh, well, hey, there you go. I mean, Venom 2 was fun. I will give him that. And I'm glad that they went away from uh, Woody Harrelson having, like, the curly hair that was teased in the first one. Uh, that was that was rough. Uh, but, yeah. <laughs> we'll see if Venom comes back. Uh, he's going to. Uh, the, but, yeah, that's what they say. The third yeah, Venom, Venom film is supposed to be at the end of the year. Oh, this year? Wait, yeah. really? I did not know this, actually. No, Sony is putting out more Marvel movies this year than Marvel is. That's Yeah, I did know that, which is so crazy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, yeah. Well, I'm excited for Venom 3, then. I, I am very excited for Venom 3 and what, it, what it's going to be about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows? Mm-hmm. All over the place. Yes. So, what character did you bring for us to talk about today? All right, well... So today I wanted to talk all about the one, the only Raven Darkholm Mystique. Yeah, uh, I think she's a great character with a ton of uh, nuances to her kit, uh, but also brings uh, a very singular team tactics card that is uh, <laughs> something we can absolutely abuse and put to put on the plate, and that's uh, deception. And yeah. even though it's restricted now, I think it's absolutely something to that should be getting its play. Uh, more and more outside of affiliation. Yes. Uh, Ray, uh, Mystique was a character for so long that was just just that little bit too good and too splashed to make it on the show, and then Deception got restricted, and now she isn't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I never see her anymore, which is crazy. So we will not be putting her in Brotherhood of Mutants or Cabal. Sure. Um, but what is the first affiliation that jumps out to you? So I had two that immediately spoke to me a little bit. Uh, one was kind of a Tricks and Traps themed Spider Foes team. Yep. Uh, and then the other one was a Wakanda Forever themed Wakanda list. Mm-hmm. Uh, some with some crazy turn one jank. Um, yeah. So yeah, those are kind of the two that I was initially thinking. Both of those are very solid options, and I think that's interesting stuff going on with both of them. Um. I, yeah, using Mystique to do tricks and traps is amazing. Uh, Lock people into your traps is so much fun. And then Mystique's ability to uh, cover Wakanda forever where they can't do any reactive superpowers is very, very good. Um, In Mm. that same vein, uh, we can do a Siege of Darkness team for Midnight Suns. Ooh, okay. Yes, that's that's a. I mean, that's basically the same thing as Wakanda Forever, right? Yes, like, it, that's totally makes sense. It's the same like idea, but it is still mm-hmm. very powerful. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's a good point. I also think that uh, let's be honest, there are very few bad options with Mystique. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. Like, she can legitimately splash into just about any uh, attrition-focused team, and if you don't even need to use Deception turn one. You can yeah. hold it off till turn two or three and really nuke down someone that you, you want to get off the board that's a, a prime target. So, 
Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that any any one of those three options, if we want to stick with those three, uh, Midnight Suns, Wakanda, or Spider Foes would work 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 really well. Yeah, there's there's a couple other options I want to get on the board, um, just because not all. Uh, I think there's other potentials to use Mystique beyond the like bare obvious, if that mm, makes sure. sense. Um, yeah, absolutely. She is a she is a rapid fire character, so she is very good in uh, Shadowlands Daredevil. Mm, yeah, that's a good point. And that is a team that wants to be making as many attacks in a singular turn as possible, and so allowing her using her to reposition an enemy into range for attacks to happen is very good. Um, yeah, and that same token could probably she could splash well into shield as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Guardians. she could also splash well into shield. Um, I think... I honestly think that Expert Sabotage is an underrated ability. Yes, 100% agree. Um, I've been playing a little bit more Punisher recently, and him doing Expert Sabotage is, is very scary. Um, mm-hmm. So I could see that as well. Um... There is, um, I also, I think she is an okay piece in some non, uh, uh, non, uh, aggressive teams. Yeah, she has a lot of control about her just with, uh, as well, because yeah. the fact that she shuts down reactions... You know, so she would splash well into Hellfire, obviously, mm-hmm. because she does the exact same thing that Emma does. Yeah, I would also argue she'd probably be fine in webs, <laughs> even. You know, like, I think she'd be fine in them. Yeah, them. I also think she is, well, specifically, I think she's a really interesting option in Amazing Pedo webs. Yes, oh, that's good, with the slow and everything. Yeah, that's she good. is a long mover that also can shut down reactive abilities, and giving her something to spend her power on, because she makes so much power, mm-hmm. but has a hard time spending it. Yeah, that's a good point. That's good. Um, Much in the same <clears throat> way, I think she's a perfectly fair and human, just because she gets to pass power off to other allied characters. Um, and... Giving them a re- enemy reposition is very scary with all the stuff they can do nowadays. For sure. Yeah, like any rapid fire character would probably splash well into Inhumans because they're just generating so much power mm-hmm. and they can easily pass that off to help out the rest of the team. And with her just con- natural control of shutting down react- reactions, her stealth, and then also deception as well, just mm-hmm. kind of makes it even more challenging. It's and good. then. In a very similar token of, I think every rapid fire character now also gets considered in Cyclops. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Definitely uh, have played her with Cyclops before, and it's 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 just like you think, right? Any other rapid fire character just helps turn on his leadership ability and yep. um, gets it going even faster. And then you also just can just start blowing up terrain as well to help. Uh, oh yeah. Even the field. Um, I also think stealth characters are underrated in Convocation. Especially the mm. stealth martial artist Blend. Okay, interesting. Yeah, because they don't really have much of that in their kit. So she's adding it in there to kind of fill out the gaps. 
Well, is that kind of what you're thinking? Also, specifically, the way that the I've been dealt damage range one bump means you're always only they're only going to ever get a single attack that is both not covered by stealth and not in martial artist range. Mm, okay, that's yeah, that's really good. And I, I actually did not even think about that. I always forget about that reactive bump that they have. Yeah, which is such a powerful ability. Well, especially for martial artist stealth characters like yeah. that. Yeah, being able to just like live, even when your opponent finds the sweet spot, you can always take away that sweet spot for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, absolutely. It's too bad she doesn't have Counter Strike though. <laughs> so she can clap back. <laughs> uh, oh well, mm -hmm. it is what it is. Can't have it all. Can't have it all. <laughs> And then, so which affiliation... Yeah, what else are you thinking, Alexa? Sorry. Um, I also just think that she has some... Uh, some appreciation for either Nudok or uh, Umbaku. Mm -hmm. Where they are giving her... Uh, they're upping her rapid-fire chance from a 2 out of 8 on 4 dice to a 3 out of 8 faces on 4 dice. Because of... Rolling the wild and turning that into a hit to then trigger the rapid fire. Mm -hmm. So, good. and it's free, so she gets to just always do that if she rolls a wild. Yeah, that's nice. <clears throat> Both of them are only once put on, but still, sure. Yeah, that's still something though. Yeah. So there, are, that's a lot of options on the board. Yeah, absolutely. That's good. Uh, and, like, I also think she's not terrible in things like X-Force. Like, again, I don't think there is a bad option on the board. I Actually, I think there are a couple bad options on the board. Um, like, I don't think she works well with Xavier. Just because her only uh, superpower is also an action. And is very yeah. conditional. Yep, she's not really feeding his leadership at all. Yeah. Um, she, I mean, she takes advantage of his rerolls and stuff, but that's about it. You mm -hmm. know? <clears throat> so, uh, we listed a lot of options. Which one jumps out to you? Hmm. Well, um, let's go with, let's try out Wakanda. Okay. Wakanda seems interesting and probably the least likely where she, you would regularly see her. Probably. Um, and, and I think her, like, Turn one, turn two, jank could be really interesting if, mm -hmm. with uh, Spirit of Wakanda and Wakanda Forever, advanced R and D, usurp the throne, all the things. You know, yeah. <laughs> I my gut tells me that Spirit of Wakanda, as it is, is probably not going to last past Adepticon. Oh, you think so? Wow, that's a bold take. That's a, that's coming up pretty soon. Yeah, so it's it's. I'm guessing they're not touching anything until Adepticon, but probably at Adepticon they're going to update the banning restricted list, and it's either going to be, or they're going to Arata Spirit of Wakanda, either Arata Spirit of Wakanda, or finally ban Advanced R&D. Mm, fair enough. Um, so then that would shut that completely down. That yeah. whole play. I I am knowing. AMG's dislike of turn one shenanigans. <laughs> yeah, fair. Spirit of Wakanda seems like something that is super on the chopping block. 
It's interesting though because it's how long have you had it now? Uh, it came out with Umbaku and Claw, which was what last summer. Yeah. Yeah, it took them a while to work on it. Well, <laughs> we're slow, slow going. AMG has always so it's how do I phrase this? AMG has always been a little slow on the tone one shenanigans. I think because they want it to last long enough for people to have their fun. Sure, buy the model, do the thing. <laughs> buy the model, do the thing, have your fun, and then once the shine wears off, which I think we're starting yeah. to get to that point, then you you curtail it. Mm-hmm. I would also not be surprised if Ice and the Prize starts disappearing soon. Yeah, I, I am very curious about Eyes on the Prize as well. <clears throat> it's Because uh, you hear people talk about Beta Ray Bill being nerfed, and the nerf should, in my opinion, shouldn't be on Beta Ray Bill. It should be Eyes on the Prize. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. uh, like some of the ideas I've heard, of, it's like, like get rid of his power gen, and it's just like, well, then that's like a whole Asgardian thing. Like you're yeah. now getting rid of what's fundamental about Asgardian. Um I don't know. His Corbinite cybernetics, you know, you could definitely make that reduce by damage to minimum of one, maybe, if, if you really wanted to. That's probably the only change I would do on him, honestly. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I, I would not be surprised if Eyes on the Prize gets out. Because. Yeah, go restricted, right? That makes sense, honestly. I don't expect have, it to I, be restricted. I expect it straight jump to ban. Okay. It's been a while since they've ban- straight banned a card, too. But it, it feels like one of those cards that, if ever restricted, would just become a, you have one choice of, and then eyes on the prize. Yeah, true. Um, it's interesting. Yeah. But, yeah, but we shall is. see. And let's have our fun while we can. I expect some amount of shakeup at Adepticon. I have no, I have no inside information. But I kind of just gut feeling that's the place where they would do it. Absolutely. That makes sense. It's uh it's their next big event. Yep. And So with that, do you still want to stick with Wakanda? Oh, even 100%. with your prediction? Okay, cool. Because I think he, here's my other thing. I think Mystique is good in Wakanda without uh uh the uh Spirit of Wakanda shenanigans. Mm-hmm. I think Mystique actually gets very little out of Spirit of Wakanda. No, I agree. The Spirit of Wakanda isn't even for her. It's for yeah. everyone else. <laughs> but I uh, I still think with the new stuff, I think Wakanda still is a very interesting affiliation. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as I mentioned before, I think M'Baku is a great leader for Mystique. Yeah, I, I agree with that, actually. I think it's interesting if I if I like the the heart of the if you roll a wild you get to change one to a hit or if i want the uh spin one to reroll you mm-hmm. know uh that's a hard choice right but the original thought i was thinking was bringing both black panther and mbaku and then kind of deciding on the fly yeah which i'm is not sure perfectly fair yeah especially because each leader kind of plays to a different Depending on the terrain and everything that's on the board and who you're playing against, each one could be a little uh, more beneficial to the other. Yes. Um, I do want to talk about one of the uh, new uh, Wakandans. Sure. Which is Usurper. Killmonger Usurper is such an interesting piece to me. 
Yeah, his leadership is unique. Uh, well, I mean, it's not unique. It's it's similar to um, the winging it tokens from Star Lord um, ish. I would uh, not. Say. So, what it most reminds me of is reserve member. Oh, okay, interesting. Because it's adding a dice. It's not rerolls. It's adding dice. Right. Well, I was just more so meaning the tokens. That's mm-hmm. kind of the only comparative that I was giving to it. Yeah. Um. That's. Yeah, it's uh, at the end of the round. Remove activated tokens. Remove the tokens, and they either suffer. They suffer a wound and gain a wound if they haven't used it. But if they use it, they can add a die to their attack roll. That's pretty good. Give it three of them out every round. But it's also I'm I just think... I'm wondering about Kamanga Usurper as like just a piece as a model in Wakanda. Yeah, have you put them on the board yet? No, my mine is sitting right over there waiting to be built still because I had to I had to wait and pay off Vegas before I bought the box. Fair enough. Yeah, I've not put them on the on the table yet even in TTS or anything. His kit seems fun. Yeah. Um I I can't I I don't know if I like it more or less than the original Killmonger. Mm-hmm. They both serve two different purposes though. Yeah. So it kind of really depends if you're trying to run a usurp the throne or not, you know. Yeah. Um, the usurp the throne doesn't work on the new one, right? No, I don't right? think so because I think it says Killmonger. Yeah, I think you're right. Actually, um, yes, it says Killmonger. <clears throat> but I think there, there's just a lot of really interesting stuff going on with him, and I think he's actually going to be a Pretty good spider hunter. Oh, yeah, against web warriors? Yeah. Just because of that covert armament, where if you're within two, they can't modify their defense dice. Ugh. And then his spender also has the target character cannot modify uh, their defense dice. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. That's a good point. And he has a throw, and spiders aren't the biggest banner first. They can survive it, but not the biggest fan. Yeah, his problem with them would be potentially getting in with them, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's cool. So, yeah. I dig it. So, he's, he's in our maybe pile for today? I think so, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Put him in our maybe pile. I don't necessarily... So, looking at the other people in Wakanda, if you want to look at them real quick. Yeah. So, uh, go ahead. We currently have M'Baku and Black Panther in there, because we, we're interested in both of those leaderships. Yep. Uh, you have the two Killmongers who do very different things. Uh, I think Usurper is much more of... Uh, Killmonger is go after the big guy, and I think Usurper is going to be much more prey on the little guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Akoi and Shuri, I think both of those are just kind of shoo-ins for Wakanda Rastas. Yeah, I agree. I think they do their jobs very well, um, and they are good for point math. I also now yes, think absolutely. Storm is exceptional in uh, Wakanda now. Yeah, I had the Storm being buffed is huge. Mm-hmm. And makes things uh, like uh, makes her attack suite so much scarier. Yeah, absolutely. So I also think... Six we, nice beam. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. I am surprised... We have yet to get a storm, uh, black pan, uh, a a, um, uh, a royal, uh, uh, T'Challa team up card. Oh yeah, that is surprising, actually. 
<laughs> that would make so much sense too. Yeah. <laughs> They're married. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> they even included Storm in the affiliation, like yeah. uh, especially like that would have been a cool thing to include in the new box. Yeah, it would have been. I feel like missed opportunity. <laughs> uh-huh. I the one thing I want them to do, and I don't know if they'll do it, but I would be over the moon if this is one of their uh Adepticon announcements. Uh but I am a little doubtful is just a here is a bunch of new character-specific cards that we're going back and giving to older characters. Oh, wow. As, like, a That pack. would be so good. I would love that. Because they've... The newer design is really focused around having character-specific cards and, like, team-up cards in their tactics cards. But there's so much of that first 150 that do not have character-specific cards that I mm-hmm. think could, like... Storm has no character-specific cards. Akoi has no character-specific cards. Um, like, a bunch of other, like, classic characters from the game don't really have character-specific cards, and I think it would be interesting to see them make character-specific cards for people like Hela. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's nice that they've transitioned away from having a generic, like, mandatory card you really need in a box. So yeah. people would like have to buy a box because they need indomitable or something and you couldn't get it anywhere else at the time. And it's just super challenging or, or, you know, so, or like Helios, you know, you had to buy the Hulkbuster. Uh, so the, I, I, I don't like, well, Helios is a kind of a bad example, but, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like where you would have to buy a box specifically for the card that feels, is that it, feels really bad. Which box is I on the prize in? Is that also Hulkbuster? Oh, is that Hulkbuster? I can't remember. I know that it's in one of the boxes that you have, like, that's not, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> it might be uh, Hulkbuster as well. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let me just look, because I know how to figure that out. Um. So I know, Captain America War Machine Pack. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which neither of them need that. No. <laughs> that's uh, funny. So we have we currently have five Wakandans and Mystique. Do we mm-hmm. want the sixth Wakandan with one of the Killmongers, or do we, or uh, King T'Challa, or do we just want to move on to out of affiliation stuff at this point? Um. Okay. Potentially, let's let's put one of the Killmonger. Let's put Killmonger normal on. Okay. On or, or yeah, I don't know. Let's think about it because it really depends if we want to bring Usurp or not, right? Yeah. Like that's that's honestly the big determining factor. And I think our five um, are going to be really tight already because we're a hundred percent bringing Deception, uh, Wakanda Feather, and at least one other restricted. Yes, for sure. So, like, I think that okay. So, so for example, right now, if, if we're skipping ahead to team tactics for just a moment, mm-hmm. um, if you are doing Spirit of Wakanda turn one stuff, you need yeah. to have advanced R and D, deception, Spirit of Wakanda, uh, and then Wakanda, Wakanda forever. forever. So that's four right there. Yeah, and you- uh, and yeah. And so, like, things like Usurp the Throne are going to be a lot tighter than yeah. before. Yeah. Um, and do, but is it, do, you, do you think it's too too tight to put it in your 10, though? I, I don't think it's going to be too tight to put in our 10, but if we are... I think we will still favor characters that don't have 
Sure. Kaoki absolutely. specific cards? Yeah, that's absolutely fair. <clears throat> okay. Well, let's put let's put Killmonger on the shelf for right now. Yeah. And then if we have an open spot, we can bring him back in. Mm-hmm. Um, who is your first out of affiliation pick? So, okay. Now, I I like to think about the the maths slightly. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like so Shuri her natural role is just a re-roll bot, essentially. And if you some were going control. to re- Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and so like naturally if you're going to upgrade the three threat to a four threat or to a five threat, you could go into Invincible Iron Man or Sentinel Prime Mark Four. Um I think either of those would provide basically what she's doing to mm-hmm. some degree. Um Sentinel Prime more so than Invincible Iron Man. Um, but that also opens up a few other, like Invincible Iron Man opens up a few other lanes for like, you know, uh, Helios or for Stark Armory or whatever, you know, Stark Armory would be very good for like a Wakanda forever turn. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, so I, I kind of personally lean towards that. I just think another re-robot probably makes sense, um, to help fix your dice even more. Yeah. So you want a secondary re-robot on top of... Um, what uh? On top of Shuri. On top of Shuri. Yeah. Well, yeah. So like, but that would be specifically for the threat, right? Mm-hmm. So Shuri's my main one, but then if we need to switch it out for a four threat, we have Invincible Iron Man. Mm-hmm. Um. So you want we redundancy to... of effect at different threat values? I think so. Uh, but that's not necessarily. I'm not hard on that because I think like your core. Your core characters are probably going to be Black Panther, uh, M'Baku, Shuri, and uh, Mystique, Mystique, right? Mm-hmm. So, right. So that's that's 14 right there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you need to go to 15, you drop Shuri for a four threat. Uh, if you but, need to go to uh, 16... You would need ahead. to drop... Well, it drops Sherry for a Killmonger is probably yeah. what it would be. So yeah. we probably do need a Killmonger for threat values. Probably. Uh, yeah, I think so, actually, for the math. Otherwise, we'd have to drop M'Baku, and I don't think, or Black Panther, and I don't think we want to cut either one of them. Mm-hmm. I think we would need them like a hard set. Um, so, yeah, let's add one of the Killmongers. Let's add the new one, just yeah. for fun. Cool. Um. I want to talk about someone who I think works very fun with uh, uh, Mystique. Sure. Uh, and that's Craven the Hunter. Oh man, I haven't. Oh wow, I haven't thought about him in so long. That's good. But okay, corner, so tell me about him. Uh, doing Corner of the Beast and then playing Deception on a character to give the automatic damage and then they are in way too deep and if they want to run away they are taking more automatic damage. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay, cool. I love that. And I that's just good. he's just a solid workhorse that while he's never going to be like the best character on the table, is going to do good stuff and he also like that quote of the beast is has a revolt inherently and has that expert tracker where you can set Mystique up for success by giving her that extra attack die. Or set up, if you're trying to get down a Hulk, do that, mm-hmm. and then Wakanda forever. 
and suddenly all the Wakanda Forever attacks are getting an extra dice. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I like that. Let's add them. Mm-hmm. You've convinced me. But I, I think the synergy between <laughs> Craven that's and so Mystique. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> he fit. That's funny. He kind of fits the theme of Wakanda, like slightly aesthetically. Yeah. Uh, but definitely not Mystique. <laughs> well, Mystique could be anybody. That's true. That's fair. That's mm-hmm. it's a good point. Yes, he. Um, I just I remember there was this obscure old Wakanda character called Madam Savage, which is a character name that, uh, in modern context, uh, <laughs> but also is also a yet another character in just full leopard print. Oh, classic! So her, her and Craven the Hunter have kind of the same fashion sets. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so we have Craven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's good to have a big six threat, just in case we need it. Um, uh, a big five or six threat, or yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a, a big, uh, like a big boy of mm-hmm. some sort, big girl, whoever. I. Uh, so in that way, I want to talk about a guy who's not quite out yet. Oh, so oh, wait a second. Oh, I didn't know this was allowed. Uh, anything Alexa. officially spoiled by AMG. All right, all right, okay. Who are you thinking? Uh, Shadow King, who they have oh, shown off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so convince me on Shadow King. Let's uh, hear it. One, I do think we will want a tank somewhere. And he is mm-hmm. such a tank. With his uh, heal three every turn. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that builder is nuts. Because it's brain three, six dice mystic, wild root, and if you deal damage, you advance them. Sure. Advance them, yeah. Um, That's good. And I think that alone has some very good potential. Also, Nightmare Vision seems like a very scary effect because it's... Uh, you can hear Nate talk all about this uh, a couple episodes ago on the Cyclops episode, where he convinced me of how powerful Nightmare Visions is. But let us remind people that uh, it is a fifty, about a fifty percent shot to get at least one critter wild in three dice. Ugh, yeah, that's crazy. And that is, and then you get to advance them, not mm-hmm. yourself, them. Yeah, and then if you're doing that into, you could. Obviously, stack that with Craven. Yep. Uh, and you're probably not going to play both of them since we're trying to fit Mystique in here. But also, like, you're getting to set them up near buildings for Mystique to blow up if you want to with his abilities. You are also, sure. um, you can deception into him to get another trigger. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. th- there is some shenanigans. I don't a hundred percent think he's the best option here. I think there are other potential options on the board, but he's one I. I am super interested in and know in about six months I'm going to do an episode on him. That's good. So do you, so do you like Shadow King more than Ultron 2? <sighs> Ultron 2 is very good. Um, yeah. Encephalobeam is, for two costs, is super good. Yes. He does also bring a grunt, which is very powerful. Um, He's also very tanky. Yes. He's kind of uh, checking all the boxes that you're thinking as well. He's obviously just not as as wild as Shadow King, and he, he doesn't have the mystic. Yeah, 
and and he provides a little bit less control. Uh, yeah. Cephalo beam is a once baton. You get sure. two shots on it on with the, and I also I think Shadow King has the potential to be tankier than Ultron. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people are teching for uh, Age of Ultron at this point. That's fair. That's that's definitely fair. Um, and Age of Ultron is a lot easier to disrupt than Shadow King's healing. Because it's eight power versus three. Yeah. I uh, feel like the tech for Shadow King is just to throw him away because he's a short mover on a, what is he, a 50 millimeter base? Something. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't had gotten him in my hands yet. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, <clears throat> also, on the big threat catalog that I want to bring up, because um, I do think if you are doing Spirit of Wakanda shenanigans, he is a very good target for Spirit of Wakanda. That people aren't considering enough, which is Ulik. Hmm. I love Ulik. I think he is fantastic. Because mm-hmm. he generates two a... power a turn. Uh, you can spend one of that for advance R&D to someone. Then mm-hmm. they get to Spirit of Wakanda two power back to him, so he's sitting at three power, so he can walk up and uh uh crushingly turn one. Cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Impounders is a, such a good builder. Oh yeah. Um. So. And he has a good throw as well. I I think he's also a real consideration. There's also always classically Hulk. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I know another low mobility character, but I do want to bring up that I think people have been sleeping on old Modok. Yeah, Modok One. Yeah, Modok One is still scary. Legitimately, very much so. I agree, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has the original bow, and yes, throw he... long size three throw long is insane. And just denying wilds on that front side. It's so bad. Yeah, it's so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think he's a little less scary without patch up. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But he is something to consider. Um, hmm, cool. Um, I dig it. One second. <sighs> Man, I wanted to sneeze, but apparently it didn't want to come out. <laughs> Next time. Yes. Um, I also think there's some potential in Hulkbuster. I think he is an underrated piece right now. Um, he allows you to bring all of the Tony Stark cards as well um, mm-hmm. while also being kind of big and scary and I think the combination of uh, the uh, power uh, him being able to spend to reduce and spend to re-roll off of uh, uh, Black Panther leadership is very scary um, mm-hmm. and I also think she he is underrated tech into specifically Ultron yeah, that's good. I I actually agree with that 100%. <clears throat> Just being I mean, he's also good into Hulk as well. Yeah. Like, legitimately. <laughs> mm-hmm. But him being able to uh, Meteor Punch and that attack is an 8 dice that throws a size 4 medium and has explosive and target character does not gain power for damage dealt to be able to make it so that Ultron does not have the power for Age of Ultron. I 
I think it's very good. That's good. I hadn't even considered Hulkbuster for this list. That's that's a good option for mm-hmm. sure, especially because it opens up the plays with the cards as mm-hmm. well potentially. Yeah. Um. And then you have something like Amazing Peter if you're trying to be more controlly. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that my initial thought on this list, and you can push back on this list, but like was to be a little bit more killy for sure. Yeah. And if that's um, the direction we want to go, that's a hundred percent the direction we can go. I think that okay. is entirely possible. But I, I don't. I don't think it's necessarily like kill everything. Mm-hmm. It's like target one or two very prime models, and mm-hmm. like that's the thing we're going to take out. Yeah, we we are going that to have a lot of target selection. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm trying to think if there's any other five threats that five or six threats that really jump out to me. For this list. Yeah, I mean, I would have originally said Cosmic Ghost Rider. Um, yeah, but yeah. I'm very glad he's not around anymore. Agreed, agreed. And I also just didn't want to include him just generally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I also... How do you feel about Ma? Okay, so, uh, so Space Ma, specifically? I'm thinking Space Ma definitely has some potential, or... I, I don't know how people feel about just playing five threat ma. So it's interesting for sh- just raw ma as you as I call him is like it's I don't think he's worth the five threat. Mm-hmm. I think the space is what makes him good. Uh, in my opinion, mm-hmm. like I would rather have you know literally any of these other characters we've talked about. You know, Shadow King even or. Uh, Ulik, you know, they seem more interesting to me than Space Maw. I mean, Ma is a good character for sure, mm-hmm. but it's just it's just more interesting. That's fair. Than someone else, I don't know. Well, like, how do you feel about just Ma by himself, though? Uh, I I haven't put him on the table in so long. I have a hard yeah. time. He he's one of the characters I need to sit down and play again. Yeah, um, sure. But I think he has. He has such an interesting combination of control and uh, uh, aggressive power. And, again, he is another character that can really eh, kind of play into uh, uh, Mr. Ultron with his uh, attacks that do not give power. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair. But again, these are mystic attacks rather than energy attack, uh, energy or physical. So Ultron would be getting the double wilds. So. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, that's fair. And also, his Herald of Doom is. I mean, even though he does generate two additional power, you know, mm-hmm. it's still you're you're wanting to use his power on his his throw. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that's that's really where you want to be spending his power, honestly. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> though speaking of all. It's not a big threat character at all. But speaking of all the characters uh, that have attacks that don't generate power, that don't cause the opponent to generate power, um, I'm now reconsidering if Wasp is something I need to be looking at to annoy an Ultron. So Wasp is... uh, I I definitely think she's underutilized. Uh, Her and Ant-Man both. uh, For totally different reasons, but they're, they're very good. So, that that's just something that popped into my head. These older models that need a little... And they have such a great tactics card. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah, and they're just fun. Like I, I, I some of the most fun I've had is playing Ant Man. Yeah, you can get across the board like and it's so insane. It's it's amazing. <laughs> so we've talked a lot about a lot of different big threat models. Is there one that we think we're actually going to slot into this list? Sure. Um, well, so I think you've convinced me about potentially Shadow King um, mm-hmm. or. Uh, I mean, Hulkbuster also seemed interesting to me as well. But Shadow King seems fun. He's new. Uh, and why not? Like, that seems... Like, what's, what's the worst that could happen? We lose, right? Like, that's it. <laughs> we try. We realize we're not... It doesn't quite work out. We adjust. We experimenting. Well, also, exactly. And also, like, he... To, to, to continue to also... Uh, sing his praises he also does generate additional power as oh, well yeah. so it's just another character to help us feed uh advanced r&d you yeah. know and what we're wanting to do here mm-hmm. so i think it's fine yes um that leaves us one character slot left what type of thing do you think we're looking for in that final character slot okay so it's probably another three threat mm-hmm. um mm, I mean, my go-to would probably be something like uh, another person to help with rerolls uh, to help fix our dice even more. So the you know the classic is Baron Zemo, yeah. um, but I think he's very good. You had mentioned Punisher earlier. I hadn't thought about him, but that's a, also a really good option too. Yeah, Punisher um, is is an interesting character at this point. Um, yes, I agree. <laughs> His punishment punishment token is like. Is, is fun to play, yeah. for sure. He, he is a very fun character, even if he's not a great character. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think that we could easily go with either of those. Or another option that's more techy that techs uh, against other character or other teams if we wanted to. Yeah. The, one, the three threat I always have to consider is, are we a Howling Commandos team? Mm, okay, cool. Just because I, I think the mix of being able to move characters around, have got your back with a range for attack and stealth, and uh, being able to give out a Cinerate is a very potent combination for 3 threat. Yeah, totally. That's good. And that's kind of fitting the theme. And range 4 is very good for them. Mm-hmm. Um, they have stealth, which is super nice. I think that feels nice. I would be fine with uh, Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos over a someone more kind of tech related. Mm-hmm. And as we, and I, I think he's also a character of like this won't do me any wrong until I figure out what tech piece I need. Because I think some of yes. the tech pieces is figuring out in play what you need. Totally, absolutely. Of like, oh, I'm running into this specific issue on this specific crisis where I'm needing a four energy defense three threat. Cool. Suddenly you know these are your options that you're looking at and figure out which one's Mm -hmm. best for you. Yeah, I I feel like that 10th slot is always in flux for most lists if it's anything like mine. (laughs) So that is 10 characters. Now, yeah, so who do we got? Uh, like, so let's run down. Uh, Mystique, Umbaku, Black, OG Black Panther, Akwe, Shuri, Storm, Killmonger, Usurper, Kraven the Hunter, Shadow King, and Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. Very cool. Okay, cool. Um, So now, what crisis is, is this team running? Well, so that's 
that's, that's I knew you would ask me that question. And there's there's a few. Th- I I'm my initial gut is I feel like because we're bringing Mystique, we gotta run Senators. Yeah, fair. Like, it feels it feels right. Uh, it, it sets up our jank even more. Mm-hmm. Uh, it makes it they can't move away from us. They're stuck there. Um, you might as well, right? Yeah. Like you might as well bring that in. Um, I, I think midline grabs anything on the midline. So C shapes feel, feel nice. Um, yeah. cause they're then automatically being set up for us. So, so paranoia, deadly legacy, mm-hmm. even alien ship crashes downtown. You know, these all feel, feel alien nice. ship is a really interesting option for us because if we don't use the, uh, Mystique turn one, uh, deception turn one. You can use it as a way to reposition your enemies closer to others of their models when they when an alien ship is going to potentially blow up. Yeah, that's that's great. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's funny. That'd be such a funny way to use deception too. <laughs> <laughs> so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I feel good about alien ship though. It's a midline grab. There's only three on the board. Feels mm-hmm. nice. It's seventeen, which is a decent threat we can play with. Yeah, we that that is a Mystique, Umbaku, Black Panther, Shuri, Craven. Yes, cool. That feels nice. Yeah, yeah. That feels like a solid two. Mm-hmm. Do you do you feel like uh, so we have uh, senators and alien ship for the third? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you like legacy virus or paranoia? I think both have a lot of potential. Um. Hmm. I would prefer Legacy Virus because we aren't a healing factor team. Yeah, that's kind of also what I was thinking But also, on the other side, we have Shuri. And Shuri's ability to disrupt scoring extra points on Paranoia is so powerful. Yeah, but do we want to give our opponents the opportunity to score that many points? That's the question, I think, as well, we need to ask. Mm-hmm. Because if we leave it there available to them, it could get away from us if we're going against a hard uh, scenario team. Yeah. Um, potentially. Mm-hmm. That's the downside of that, I think. Yeah. I I think there are pros and cons to each. And it's about mm. how you how you personally weigh those pros and cons. It definitely sounds like you are leaning towards legacy virus. Um Probably probably. Let's see. Well, let's think about paranoia. Okay, mm-hmm. so paranoia, because sixteen threat is generally very hard for most teams. Yeah, uh, that's usually very challenging. So what? That's like, uh, it's gonna be Black Panther and say Shuri Mystique. That's ten. So we get two plus more Killmonger, three. or yeah, or four and a two. Yeah. Um. So we can go yeah, I guess like, we could, like Storm Craven. and Craven, yeah, mm-hmm. or Nick Fury if we wanted to. Yeah, the Howling Commandos. That feels nice. That's five threat, mm-hmm. five characters rather. Yeah, <clears throat> and we have that Shuri to because Shuri's ability to disrupt them scoring extra points is very high. Yeah, that's good. Uh, okay. Yeah, and well, and also, and the reason I kind of leaned towards paranoia initially when I was looking about to, thinking about it was the fact that there's two in the center in the middle of the board, mm-hmm. and so they're going to come from one of them. Yeah. Uh, like almost certainly. Mm-hmm. 
And if they don't, that's we just score those points, right? Yeah. We just get those points, and all right, great, you're you're loss. So I def I the more we talk about it, I think we're leaning paranoia. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do paranoia. So senators, paranoia, and alien ship. Yeah. Now, secures. Right. <laughs> Which is most likely what someone would probably have us pick if they saw us with senators and mystique. Yeah. So. So then that's the, really the ones we need to pick. Um, probably slow scoring, middle of the board, generally. I think we might be a Mayor Fisk team. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like, <laughs> so, same mind, same mind. <laughs> so I think, so, okay, we just talked about the 16th threat, our list. It feels decent, yeah. right? We don't hate the stun. It's whatever. Like, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing about it, though, is, like, most teams hate this Oh yeah, this uh, uh, this crisis, and if we're prepared for it, like, hey, fine, whatever, we'll be ready for it. <laughs> I think it's fun. Uh-huh. Let's add it. <laughs> and at if if it's like if ends up being like scrolls Fisk, mm-hmm. and we go to twenty points, Shadow King on Fisk is so goddamn annoying. Yeah. So does he have immunity to stun as well? Uh, let me check. No, he yeah. has no immunities. No, but, like, but that would be nice. <laughs> his builder being able to control who controls what's Fisk, uh, mm-hmm. and just going like, "Oh, you're walking into either Fisk to- during the late game." Let me make yeah. you double check that. That's good. Okay, Seems cool. so annoying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Okay, so Fisk. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't necessarily think we are bad at pay to flips. I don't necessarily know if we want pay to flips though. Yeah. We don't want ex- extremists because we don't like the shape. I don't think. No. Um, I don't think we're uh, D shape. I'm not sure we're even a B shape. Yeah, I agree. I think B shape spreads us out too far. So probably intrusions, right? Um, that feels like, and then maybe. Uh, I, am- I guess gamma. So, or Deadly Meteors, actually, is nice. I could see us doing... So, my issue with intrusions um, is that we are a team that is trying to misposition our opponent a lot of the time. Oh, okay. We, and they can fix it with us. Yeah, 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 they can fix it so easily. Because, That's like, we, we have Deception, Black Panther, Shuri. So, in, on top of our aggression, we have a lot of displacement. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think we want that. I also think we are a surprisingly close-range team. Like, we have Shuri. But we have Black Panther and Mbaku who want to be right in there. Uh, Mystique doesn't care about pushing through damage all that much. She is looking to optics other ways and is usually using her builder to gain power. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we might also be a scoundrels team. Yeah, I actually think so too. That's as I'm thinking about it, especially because it's five points right there in the center of the board. Yeah. Essentially, which I think a lot of people discount that and it's 20 threats. So if mm-hmm. we get lucky, we get, we get to bring in, uh, shadow King to really mess with the middle of the board. Yeah. Um, that feels nice. And I think it also, if you don't use deception turn one, by the time turn two rolls around, everyone's in the middle of the board anyways, and then you can really pick and choose who you want to use it on mm-hmm. to set them up for a Wakanda Forever turn. Yeah. And <clears> then 
finishing out, I do like Gamma. Just being able yeah. to deception someone to kill them off yes, of Gamma absolutely. is exceptionally powerful. Well, and a lot of our characters are controlling, right? They yeah. can advance them or push them off points really easily, and it feels really nice. Mm-hmm. And at 15 threat, that's what um, that's going to be. Uh, Kill or Black Panther, uh, Black Panther, Umbaku, Killmonger uh, is 12th, and then uh, Mystique. Mystique, yeah. So, which is fine. I feel very good about that 15. And uh, if we need to go five wide, we can by uh, <clears throat> going Shui Okoye. Uh, Black Panther, Mystique, Craven, or Howling Commanders. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So we have that versatility to go back to OG Wakanda Wave style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. That's good. I like it. Now, we've already like laid out like three or four of our uh, uh, tactics cards. Of course, we are taking Deception. We are taking Advanced R&D. And those are mm-hmm. our two restrictions right there. Then we are taking uh, Wakanda Forever. Yep. And uh, Spirit. Spirit of Wakanda. Now let's let's talk about some of the newer cards. Mm-hmm. Um, because we haven't done a Wakanda list since uh, Bast Blessing and Killung's Glory have been shown off. Yes. So, uh, so okay, let's talk about Basque Blessing yeah. to start. Okay. I I think this attack is decent. Mm-hmm. I don't... I have a hard time thinking I want to take it in my list of five. In, in my five. Maybe yeah. in my ten. But I don't know. It just seems underwhelming to me. Mm-hmm. For three threat. Or for three power, rather. And in action. Um, Exactly. Yeah, for sure. If it is three power and no action, mm-hmm. sure, I'd do it. Like, great. Let's yeah. do it. So, um, do you agree with that? Lexa? I I agree with that assessment. Okay. Cool. Uh, Killung's Glory again, three threat and an action for an attack. Um, but it is a counterplay to Ultron. Hmm. All right, that's not bad. Maybe, because okay. it's it's you go it's a but again it's a mystic attack. Ugh. You know, I that's fair. I, I it's really hard to imagine a mystic attack actually being the tech against him, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that seems challenging. But but, but I, one of the interesting aspects about this list, though, is that we have so many hard cards that we have to bring. Yeah that the additional five or six can really be almost all tech cards. Yes. Um, in a lot of ways. So, I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that the mystic with his like what five defense and then he counts to uh, wilds as double or something. Yeah. It's insane. Right. <laughs> and then let's talk about a weird card. Okay. Uh, trial by combat. Okay, yeah. How do you feel about this card, Lexa? It is fascinating. Um, It seems insane to me. To be able to put it, to use it properly and get the most use out of it, it feels very, very situational. Yes, it feels so utterly situational um, in most lists. We are not bringing Mm -hmm. the character that I think makes this card really interesting and usable. 
Yeah, which is who? Heimdall. Who do you think is? Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, Heimdall that's allowing you to re-roll. <laughs> On this specific thing, that's hilarious. I always forget about that because he can re-roll outside of just attacks. Yeah, he can, he can re-roll tactic cards. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, like, that that has potential, but, like, I'm not sure this is the list. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, the Wakanda card I do think we want to consider and put as a tech card is Vibranium Shielding. I agree with that, absolutely. I think Vibranium Shielding is very good. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just good to have just in case uh, you're going against a very attrition-heavy team as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I need to... Do you like J- Jabari Chieftain? Jabari Chieftain is interesting. I'm not... I've played it once. It did interesting stuff. I'm not sure how much I love it. I, I haven't gone to play that much Wakanda since... Uh, sure. Umbaku the came four out. power seems seems pricey yeah. for two dice. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. There's another one, right, for Killmonger? Or am I missing that? Let's see here. Uh, is it potentially an unaffiliated card? I think so. It's the herbs one, right? Magic herbs. Uh, synthetic heart shaped herbs. Yeah, that one. There uh, go. <coughs> uh, where he may spend one to play this card, and he gains the poison special condition and the following superpower. Where he may spend three, choose an interactive twin feature enemy, and he gets a uh, sp- three power size three throw. Yeah. I don't think that's. Ne- like, okay, so the only reason I would. I don't necessarily think this is a bad card. No. I. Especially with our list, where we have that, uh, that fifth slot is just going to be kind of switched out for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he can do this the entire game, right? Yeah. He does this. Turn one, you know, he gets rid of poison at some point, shakes it or whatever at some point. Um, I think, I, I don't know, a three, uh, gaining a throw is pretty great. Yeah. Like, honestly. I think the best place for this card will be splashing him in Hydra. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. That's, yeah, 100%. Just <laughs> give myself poison, walk up, attack you once. Oh, look, I no longer have poison. Ha ha. Yeah. <laughs> So I'm 100% down to splash this in for now. Okay, yeah, let's put it there just for now. Probably cut it, but we'll see. And then I need to double check a thing because there have been some links. We are aware of that here. I'm seeing if they have been officially shown off yet or if they are still in leak-only mode, um, which we do not talk about um, because we know... That there is a Shadow King card. But I don't believe it's officially been shown off yet. Okay. No worries. So we are going to have to let it to the side for now, even though I think it has interesting play in this list. Sure. Um, and I'm trying to think. Craven, of course, has Fearful Symmetry. I don't think... I guess we have could have the room in this list to just spec Fearful Symmetry on the uh, a wish upon a star that we actually get to uh, achieve it. It is still my white whale. <laughs> yeah, I, I, this because <laughs> this is the specific uh, Spider-Man one, like the OG Spider-Man. If you see him on the board, that's when you so can play it. <laughs> if you kill any Peter Parker, 
Oh, you become Spider-Man one. That's yes. what it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. I mean, we could put it in there. <laughs> it's probably never going to get played, but I love it. It's funny. <laughs> I Again, it is my white whale of this game. Someday, sure. And I think it actually has more play now than it ever, ever has before. Well, yeah, because Amazing got buffed, Spectacular's out. I mean, there's more Spider-Man out now than ever. Peter Parker's out, rather, out playing more so than ever before. Well, right? and I think <laughs> with the release of Spectacular, there's finally a Peter Parker that Craven can kill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's that's a really good point. Um, so yeah. Okay, cool. But what other cards... Because I think... We don't have any more character-specific to look at because I don't think we want Over the Top or the Deployment one for the nope. Howling Commandos. Uh, we talked about your boy Chieftain. Uh, Black Panther doesn't have any cards. Akoi doesn't have any cards. Shuri doesn't have any cards. And Storm doesn't have any cards that aren't Wakanda-affiliated as well, so we've already talked about those. Uh, we're not doing this up because we're taking the wrong Killmonger. So... Yep. We're down to just out-of-affiliation stuff. So the first one that immediately comes to mind is Face Me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it pulls them in towards you even more. Yep. Um, you're going to trigger your stuff, uh, your Shadow King jank. You're also putting them in positions for Wakanda Forever even more so. I yep. think it just makes sense to bring it if it if it fits well. Yeah. Um. Mission objective is something I always glance at currently. Yeah, sure. Just, That's always a good tech piece in general. And it denies uh, this is a robbery so well. Yeah, absolutely. You see Rhino on the other side of the board, you just bring mission objective. Like, no question. Um, rid of that. And then let's talk about a card you mentioned well earlier. In the, before we even decided what we were doing today. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Uh, do we want the tech piece of Sucker? So, okay. I think Sucker is a great tech piece against characters like uh, Ultron. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I think it's fantastic. Even against a character like Hulk or something, you're laying into him and you just take away all his power. Uh, feels so very nice. never work on Hulk. Oh, that's right, because it's injured. Should. Apologies. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I was, uh, I'm specific. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. But like, I, I think it would be really good to play into these big characters that want a ton of power to be yeah. able to throw it into. So like Ultron is a fantastic option for it. Uh, and you've already mentioned it multiple times, Tekken against him. So let's get Sucker in there. Let's do it. And that's a full roster. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right. So we got yeah. Spirit of Wakanda, Vibranium Shielding. Deception, Advanced R&D, Wakanda Forever, Synthetic herb sh- Heart-Shaped Herbs, Fearful Symmetry, Face Me, Mission Objective, and Sucker, right? Yep. Cool. So, for everyone at home, the full roster is Mystique, Umbaku, Black Panther, Akoye, Shuri, Storm, Killmonger Usurper, Kraven the Hunter, Shadow King, and Nick Fury and the Howling Commandos. For Titus cards, as just mentioned a second ago, is Advanced R&D, Deception, Wakanda Forever, Spirit of Wakanda, Vibranium Shielding, Synthetic Heart-Shaped Herb, Fearful Symmetry, Face Me, Mission Objective, and Sucker. We have Crises. We have Mayor Fisk Vows to Find Missing Witnesses. Superpower Scoundrel Swarm Sinister Syndicate. Gamma Wave Sweeps Across the Midwest. 
And for extracts, we have mutant extremists target U.S. senators, alien trip crashes in downtown, and paranoia pummels populace. Very good. So, yes, <laughs> I think that sounds like a super fun roster. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Sure. Uh, well, you can either either check me out on uh, YouTube at Midwest Protocol or find me on Discord. Uh, it's just Race Kerrigan. Um, I'm always happy to play a game or chat uh, MCP. Yep. And if he, you are also now in the Morlocks Discord, which if you want access to, you can get access to at patreon.com slash Alexa White, where not only do you get access to that Discord, but you get a bunch of bonus episodes on the... Uh, on the Patreon. Uh, recently enough, we had I had an episode with the wonderful Rivers Langley talking about uh, the 2020 uh, movie Moonfall from Roland Emmerich, which is a very dumb but very fun movie. Um, and uh, so yes, and if you want to reach out to the show, you can do so at MorlocksMCP at gmail.com. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Alexa. This has been awesome. And keep experimenting, people.